mentally grind through it because there's definitely times it's a long season Mm -hmm. catching long bus rides (laughs) eating fast food here and there and it's just a lot of times you feel like quitting Mm -hmm. but then you remember your main goal that dream that you had Mm -hmm. ever since you're little all the people you do it for so that's what i said this year was the biggest growth on my character um Mm -hmm. how i'm gonna go about my business and it was a big step i think Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. For today's episode, I welcome Kekai Rios to the podcast, and I have worked with him for a couple off seasons now. He is a professional baseball player with the Milwaukee Brewers organization. He is a local product out of Kamehameha Schools and went on to play at the University of Hawaii. And then he got drafted in 2018 with the Milwaukee Brewers organization. He is returning in a couple weeks to get back at it at pro baseball for his third season. And there's a bright future ahead of him. And I'm really, it's been a pleasure working with Kikai and seeing all of the great things that he has done in the off season. But stay tuned for this conversation. This is a little behind the scenes snippet into how he trains in the off season and all of the great things that he works on to improve his performance. So stay tuned. It was a pleasure talking to him and welcome him to the podcast. We have Kikai here. Welcome back. Uh, it's another off-season wrapping up. So it's been over a year or about a year since our last YouTube conversation. Yeah. I think we both grew a lot since last year and got better at speaking. So hopefully this is a lot smoother. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yes. Pleasure to be back on here. Yeah. So today, I mean, everyone kind of knows your story. You're in the minor league system now and you're going to be going back up to Wisconsin in a few weeks. And this is the second off season that we've kind of worked together and got you tuned up for the season and i would say this off season every every off season there's of course some things that you have to overcome some obstacles and minor injuries aches and pains but i think this off season was a lot smoother than last off season um there was a few things that you know we had to kind of tune up again and make sure that everything's working properly but overall i would say this off season you really got down down to work and you really built your body up so Hopefully you're prepped for this next season. But how's everything been so far this off season for you? Oh, it's it's been amazing. It's always good to be back in Hawaii, be home. I I love it here. But I think like you said, every off season mm-hmm. you learn how to make yourself a little better. And I feel like definitely this year, mm-hmm. um, combination with my training and a lot more field work, a lot more mm-hmm. skill work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I feel ready and I feel much more confident. Definitely, yeah. but. It's always good to work out. It's going to be hard to leave home, but <laughs> so you got to do. Yeah. But what's the weather over there like? Still really cold, so. Yeah, I think well last year I was in Wisconsin, so it was it was pretty cold up there, but when I first go to Arizona, I was surprised. It's mm. it like 40 degrees too in the mornings and then it slowly gets hotter, but Yes. Yeah. I like Arizona at that time. First year <laughs> I went up it was in the summer. That thing was brutal. Yeah. Never yeah. felt heat like that before, but Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Can't mm-hmm. wait to go back, honestly. As much as I love home, 
it's always good to go back start playing some baseball again yes and i will definitely say you put in a lot of good work this off season i think one of the biggest differences that i saw this off season was that when you came home there wasn't too many issues you you maintained your body your strength how you're moving throughout the season so and that's how it should be once you finish the season you know you take a little time off to recover not only physically but mentally kind of just get your body all recovered from the demands of the right. season and then right after that you should be going straight into it you know yeah. um i think that was a big difference was that this season this off season when you came home everything was working really well even when i saw you i told you yeah you look good you look like you could still keep playing and that's right. how it should be right right um and then we could just get right back into you know off season training and really helping you to build your body up so what what are some of the things that you think have helped you last season that made you feel so much better when you finished the season? Uh, I think a lot of it is, like I said before in the last time we talked, I think a lot of it is the stretching. Uh, <laughs> like Stretching, for me, that's the biggest thing. Knowing how to stretch, knowing mm-hmm. what parts to stretch, mm-hmm. um, keeping everything loose. Because like you said, um, I was watching one of your other ones, you're like mm-hmm. a sprained ankle. Yeah. That could affect your whole leg eventually, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? If it doesn't get the proper treatment. Yes. So that's, uh, I think that's the biggest thing I turned out to learn so far mm-hmm. is just uh, taking better care of your body, doing the certain, the little things that they yeah. might take long. You might not want to do them, but you got to mm-hmm. do them because yeah. you, you'll feel that much better. And yeah. maybe not for today, but a couple months down the line, yes. like you said, like baseball mm-hmm. is every day. So one day you feel amazing maybe the next day you feel mm. terrible so it's yeah. doing the little things having a routine every day yeah i think that's the major thing that helped is mm. you showing me the right stretches to do really yeah and i i think that's that's key for everybody because you know even though you're in a sport like baseball not everyone on your team needs to stretch the same way or with the same focus so that's what we really broke down last year was that there's yeah. certain areas like not only as a catcher, but just the way that you move, certain right. areas that you know are going to get a little tighter. So if you kind of always have those checkpoints, I guess, and really focus on, okay, let's maintain these areas, that helps you to progress through the season. Um, overall, last season, I know there were some struggles and everything, but overall, how did you feel during the season? Yeah. During the season, like I said, um, my body felt amazing. Uh-huh. I was ready to go. Um, some things didn't turn out my way but mm-hmm. that's it's a business you know what yeah. i mean yeah. you got to keep pounding through it you can can either pout about it or you yeah. can grind through it and get better so yeah. i think overall my body felt good i had a little wrist injury mm-hmm. throughout there in the middle of the season but mm-hmm. nothing really too serious and mm-hmm. i think um like you said it's crazy because a lot of my foreign teammates rather be dominican puerto ricans it's crazy for me to watch them mm-hmm. Those guys are just gifted. They don't have to do anything in the weight room, and they come mm. out, and they can just ball. Yeah. Like me, uh, shit, I got to be stretching so I can <laughs> feel right. And credit goes to you guys for actually mm-hmm. Le- mm-hmm. teaching me how to get my body right mm-hmm. to play baseball. I've, I guess I've been not doing it wrong for the past 20 years, but kind of not accessing myself to my full potential with the laziness of the certain little stretches the certain little tweak ups but yeah last season was good huh? felt good a lot of learning like you said yeah. um big learning experience and this year i'm ready to ready to tackle it all <laughs> over again yeah i we're definitely excited to see the opportunity i think that you're going to get this year it will be a lot more more than last year i think you'll have your shot a lot more than last year um but on that on that regard just to kind of tell the 
the listeners and the younger generation, what are some of the things that you learned, I guess, from being in the minor leagues? This is going to be your third year now, really? right? So what are some of the things that you've kind of learned um, more from, the, I guess, the like you said, it's a business, more from that professional side? What did you learn about yourself or how you got to handle certain situations? Yeah, that's, that's a big one because for me, I think I learned a lot about myself this mm-hmm. year. Uh, a lot of character showed yeah. for me coming from Hawaii, growing up here, um, going to University of Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You kind of get comfortable with things uh, more. Your family's here. You're in a comfortable mm-hmm. environment. So this past year was the first time I kind of experienced a big adversity in my life. Um, mm-hmm. No real family members around, mm-hmm. bunch of friends, but everyone's competing for a job. So I think the the main thing I learned is how business like it is mm-hmm. and how for yourself you got to understand that you got to grind through it and um i think one of the main things that i was shocked in myself is just a character standpoint i went from playing every day at uh being the guy mm-hmm. where that come this season i wasn't the guy as much mm-hmm. um wasn't playing as much but at the same time um you don't want to let that show to the coaches to your other teammates mm-hmm. so you got to come in every day with a positive attitude ready to work like no ready to get yourself like today's your last game you know every day it could be your last game you never know so i think that was the biggest thing i grew maturity in my character just learning how to support other guys learning how to mentally grind through it because there's definitely times it's a long season Mm -hmm. catching long bus rides (laughs) eating fast food here and there and it's just a lot of times you feel like quitting Mm -hmm. But then you remember your main goal, that yep. dream that you had mm-hmm. ever since you were little, all the people you do it for. So yeah. I, that's what I said. This year was the biggest growth on my character, um, mm-hmm. how I'm going to go about my business. And yeah. It was a big step, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely I definitely can see that too. Even when you came back down this year, I think this offseason, I see you taking it more... I mean, you took it seriously last year too. Definitely more. But serious. now it's like this is this is your job. You know, it's like everyone's everyone's professional career. You gotta put in that, go that extra mile. You gotta exactly. put in that extra e- effort, and that's really what helps you get better and reach your ultimate goal. Exactly. And yeah. I think my biggest thing was like, exactly my first <laughs> off season last year, came back. Um, not like I felt like the man, but people in the community they start notice you people notice mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. bunch of my boys are still in college uh-huh. at university mm-hmm. then i come back and now i'm trying to live the same college life that i was used to yep. living when that's not the life i could live anymore you know what mm-hmm. i mean so after going away and having some struggles then you look back on oh what can i have done better could mm-hmm. i've done differently yep. so that's my main thing that i changed is like you said this is my job now so yep. i can't treat it like like it's college like i'm doing it for fun anymore you know what i mean so i think that was the main thing i couldn't live like i was in college no more i had to really grow up be a man granted i'm still trying to take classes finish my degree but Mm -hmm. that was the main thing maturity Uh, Mm -hmm. if you really want this you got to work at it you know what i mean so and that's what i realized uh i don't think i put in as much field work as i could have last year Mm -hmm. so that was my main point to come out this year is get right back to it and this year i feel ready to go (laughs) yes and that's a testament to you um on that on that note too to give some people insight because i think for professional athletes or the public's perception on professional athletes is that like oh you just go during the season you perform and then you have this long off season right right. but really for athletes especially it doesn't matter what level you're at 
the athlete is made in the off season. Exactly. That's really when you get the majority of the work done. You prep for how you're going to perform in the season. And for you, that's what that's what has changed, which is what you just mentioned, is that now, I mean, every day you have a schedule. I mean, you're coming in for whatever it might be, like prehab, movement, tune-up, to strength and conditioning, to field work, making sure that you have time to eat the right foods, you know, prepping the right foods. And it's really just your overall lifestyle has kind of really um, coincided with your one goal, which is to climb up the ladder and make it to the big leagues. Right, right. And, I mean, that's that's something that for everybody, they, they don't really see the behind the scenes, all the hard work and prep work that happens because... If anything, you're putting more than 40 hours a week into yeah. just taking care of your body and training for baseball. Right. You know, it's it's maybe not your typical nine to five job at a desk, but at the same time, it's in different ways. You put in all that work exactly. and you're going right. to reap the benefits, you know, when you get on the field during the season. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. On, on that note, you kind of touched base on, you know, we've had conversations here and there just to get your nutrition habits, I guess, to really coincide with how you're training baseball and stuff and we've had some conversations but for the most part i leave it up to you guys because you have a good idea as to what kinds of things are working for you but what do you have to say i guess to the younger generation any athletes in general about how you've approached nutrition this past off season well yeah i mean just like i said you taught me a lot i mean i think for like 20 21 years i've been doing it wrong (laughs) I don't want to say doing it wrong, just not knowing, uh, mm-hmm. lack of knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, lack of knowing what works for my body. Yeah. Uh, like you said, certain things that you need to portion out mm-hmm. can't be all meat and carbs. You got to have the greens in there. You know what I mean? It's, it's the little things that will help your body because uh, through a course of a season, through off-season training, your body gets inflamed and you want to mm-hmm. be eating the right things to process your body to feel as best as it can throughout the week throughout the off season throughout the year so i think learning how to portion my sizes um kind of maintaining what i eat not easy not eating like the fried foods all the time and one thing i kind of considered this off season i cooked a lot myself i wanted to know everything i was eating i wanted to know all the spices i was going into it rather than more before i was always eating out um bunch of plate lunches here in hawaii Um, yeah yeah so I love those, and that was that was my hardest thing to give up. That max salad, <laughs> turn that max salad into toss salad. But yeah, I think you don't realize how big nutrition is, and how much different your body can feel uh, yep. once you maintain a certain schedule yep. and once you eat a certain way. So mm-hmm. credit goes to you guys. Thank you guys so much for helping me do that stuff. Because God, I had no clue about it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would say it's a lot more balanced and. The one thing is you're still enjoying things, but you also understand there's a cost to how you want to perform. Right. You know, it's not saying you got to cut out everything, but like with anything, there's a price to pay for whatever outcome you want, you know? Right. And I think that's what you've understood this past off season is that you're willing to have that balance and that sacrifice so that you know, hey, you know what, this week I'm going to get a good hard training weekend or I'm going to, you know, start to recover a little better after my lifts, right, after right. my runs. So I think that's that's a lot on your part that you've kind of taken those steps and really progressed with the nutritional habits even how you said that you're cooking a lot more i mean that if you think about it there's a right time and place for all of these things so last off season i think that would have been a stretch you know (laughs) but this this, now where you're at because you've experienced more things and you're cooking more things yeah that's really the next step you're way more invested into this big component that affects your performance exactly yeah 
um, on those lines too, you've, we've kind of talked about this every once in a while, but baseball is a very, very supplement influenced sport, I think, you know, and, yeah. and it's, of course, all the legal supplements, but all the controversy with people taking things that are on the banned substance list too. Um, but that's a cultural influence within baseball, I would say. Right, right. But the conversation that we've had, you don't really take too much supplements, which is kind of my my approach to nutrition. You know, right. supplements are good for the convenience. It's good to give you that extra edge to supplement whole foods. So it's always whole foods first. But the one thing I like about you is that you really make sure that all of your supplements are NSF certified, making sure there's very, very low risk that there's going to be any contaminants in there. Right. And really, you're only taking supplements that contribute to your overall nutrition that you're intaking. Right. Yeah. I think that's kind of one thing that you taught me as well is shit. the prototypical every time you after you lift, oh, I'm going to go drink a protein shake mm-hmm. right after. Yeah. When you kind of made it known, it's like you eat, you eat this much protein comboed with the salad, the vegetables, mm-hmm. the carbs, mm-hmm. then it's just as good as a protein shake. You know what yeah. I mean? So you don't have to drink that protein yeah. shake. And I forget what you said. I think it's like almost like a Band-Aid having the protein shake compared to eating a regular meal, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it's what it is for all of those people that are looking to always get the protein shake is that the protein shake is just clean protein. And that's a good thing if right. you don't have access to food. Right. But it's not going to give you all of the other nutrients, nutrients that a protein, yeah. protein shake cannot provide, right? So always, it's always a better idea after your workouts to get a real balanced whole food meals meal. You're probably going to feel way more satisfied. You're going to get a lot of other nutrients that promote recovery, reduce uh, inflammation. So it's just more than the protein at right. that point. Um, and then you just kind of mix it in. I know yeah. that you still take protein shakes, but it's more when you don't have access to right. the whole food meals yeah. instead of looking to the protein shake first. Right. Yeah. And the, the second thing is like, like I said, all of your, all of your supplements that you're going to take or any recommendations that you hear from the public or other yeah. players, coaches, you're really, you're looking at it through a fine, fine tuned lens. Now you're making sure that hey, is this, is this going to help me one exactly. to take, but also is this going to be something that complies with regulation and all of that? Right. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. I mean, <laughs> you fell for something, it's, it's 80 game suspension. So yeah, it's a bigger risk nowadays. And yeah. exactly before college, growing up high school, you don't really know as a kid what you're putting into your body. It's mm-hmm. all, for me, it was all a bunch of hearsay stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, my friend's taking this. I'm going to yeah. start taking it. He's taking creatine. I'm going to take in this. But I started taking creatine. Then I started cramping more <laughs> back in high school. You know what yeah. I mean? So I know oh, that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, I don't know. I think I like your style of approaching the, the different styles of how you can get all your nutrients in mm-hmm. rather than just having that protein shake yep. or comboing at both at the same time. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. So that's definitely good. And, and I think we we're just talking about it before this episode but how you're saying yeah for the younger generation i guess sometimes it's hard to actually pay attention to everything that you're putting into your body but at the same time you can pay attention to nutrition and you know kind of find what things work better for you it doesn't always have to be what's around or it doesn't always have to be fast food what's convenient the cheapest thing you know you can find ways to create a little bit more balance with everything that you're eating yeah i think i think balance is the big word because like you said 
I mean, if you're eating stuff that you don't want to eat, then you're not going to be satisfied in the mm-hmm. long run, right? Yeah. And then you end up snacking down the road where you end up eating that bad thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Rather than, oh, maybe one night or two nights a week, I'll have this bowl of ice cream yeah. rather than an everyday thing. It's mm-hmm. more, like you said, the balance of knowing when you can have it, the, the effects it's going to have on your yep. body, all that different stuff that... I think I've definitely learned more about this off season. <laughs> yes, and that's that's great. And I I know you're gonna keep fine tuning the nutritional habits because as you get further in your career, you know all of these things are gonna make a little difference. Right. Yeah, and that's kind of the second the next thing that I wanted to talk about was for you. A lot of people don't understand. I I shouldn't say don't understand. They don't see all of the other facets that you're paying attention to that give you that little edge right so some of the things and i'll let you touch on this in a moment but some of the things are like yeah you do do sports vision drills you do more than just strength and conditioning sometimes you do a lot of prehab work we do a lot of mobility work um even the mental aspect you have worked with someone that has helped you with kind of that sports psychology side of things to just make everything work together because all of these things add up you know they're all little pieces of the puzzle that that add up to your overall performance so what what are some things that you can share about that exactly that's spot on i mean first off with the the mental the mental training um baseball is such a mental sport Mm -hmm. you could be so good one day and the next day you absolutely suck Mm -hmm. so it's basically learning how to deal with failure right so Mm -hmm. you always in baseball you're always trying to have that even kill mentality right Mm -hmm. and a lot of times you have a bad game you go call your dad. He's dogging you too, joking around. <laughs> yeah. But then there's sports psychologists, uh, guys that kind of are there just to listen to you, kind of give you some insight on, oh, don't look at all the bads. I mean, you did this good today. You mm-hmm. did this good today. So I think for me, the mental part of baseball is so big. And it's something that I kind of slowly started developing in college as from high school, we go from playing like 15 games to uh, college is like 55 mm-hmm. and now pros is 140 yeah so a mental grind i mean you're gonna go through slumps um the the good like they say the good players make those slumps short and mm-hmm. mentally it that's exactly where it starts yep. um and just like the the next part is the the vision training mm-hmm. i mean that's huge <laughs> yeah. your eyes are everything in baseball you know what i mean yep. um so throughout the whole year all up there even when i'm down with you guys we're using those goggles different Mm -hmm. little training methods because they say your eyes a muscle right so Mm -hmm. the more you work it the stronger it gets and so i think that is one part that people kind of don't understand because you got all these big body parts but like like we work is a lot of the little things you know what Mm -hmm. i mean the little things that's going to fine-tune you to get you better yeah and so basically i think all of that and I'll say the biggest thing for kids is staying in school, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, getting good grades. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, cause <laughs> if you don't get good grades, you could. I've watched a lot of my friends be be mm-hmm. really good baseball players, but mm-hmm. slack in the classroom. And a lot of coaches don't like that, cause you never know if that's how your work ethic will be down the road. Mm-hmm. They don't know what, if they want to make an investment to a person like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just. All those little things I think that people don't see on top of the training, mm-hmm. um, on top of the physical training, the skilled training, it's it's the little things that really matter like that. I yeah. think that kind of advance your game to the next level. Yes. And the one thing that I will say about that is because when you get at your level, like this is beyond D1 already, right. like everyone in the minor leagues, 
they have the skills to play. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't be there, you know? Exactly. So physically, I mean, physically, most people that get to, like, this kind of pro level, you're physically gifted. Right. Like, you're way, you're on level above the average person. Right. But at that point, it's like, if everyone is physically gifted, it's like, you got to do everything else too. Like you said, treat it like a profession to kind of get that little extra edge. That little edge on yeah. people, exactly. You want to do that little extra every time yeah. just to know. Yeah, just Cause to that, know. That, that same dude that you're going against in Dominican, I mean, he might not have electricity in his house. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So he's trying to do all the little things right as well, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. it's whoever's going to do it better and who's willing to keep the routine and not be lazy through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And the the next thing about that is that when you do all of these little things i think the more consistently you practice whatever it is that you're doing right then the more the the increased chances it is that it's going to actually happen when you perform in the game right because that's the bottom line that's when it matters you know but i mean yeah there's there's people that say you know like when the lights go on that's when they perform where like they're natural like game time situation type of people but at the same time that's not really how it works because no. you can't turn it on all of a sudden no. when the pressure's on. You have to be put in these kind of situations, whatever that is, with vision training, psychologically, you know, coming off of a slump or being in a high pressure situation. Also, you have to make sure that your body can respond and actually perform when the nerves are on, when all of these kind of external factors are, you know, things that are exactly. not accounted for. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is knowing that you put in the work. Yep. So, of course, in the end, there's always going to be nerves, excitement, mm-hmm. this and that. Mm-hmm. But it's knowing that your preparation, you did everything you could. So, you know, you're going to do good. Mm-hmm. You know, you set yourself up to succeed. Yeah. Rather than you slack here, you slack there, then it starts becoming a trend. No, that that's exactly true. And that's how much I think your training and your approach to baseball has evolved. Right. You know, um, it's a, it's also a very good message that. You know, you're telling the younger kids, especially those that aspire to play at the next level. And this is beyond baseball. It could be any sport. I think grades and school and all of that kind of stuff, that's very, very important. Even if you are like the best in the country, yeah. because you only can play your sport for so long, you exactly. know, and you learning these other skills. And, you know, there's more to it sometimes than just the sport that you're involved in. Right. So just taking school seriously. I mean, even to this day. You know, I always tell you, like, even though you're a professional baseball player, you were taking classes in the fall. When it gets hard, you know, we adjust. Like, you got to take care of your classes. Like, you don't want to do that all over again. You just want to exactly. do it right the, the first time. Exactly. And for you to get your degree, you know, I think that's something that most people need to hear because a lot of people think, oh, professional sports, that's the end goal. Right. And it's like, yeah, after that, I don't need school. Exactly. But no, you still need to, you know, finish school find your interest in things like that. exactly and, and that's the main thing i mean i know like a lot of my friends a lot of different people i mean you get drafted um your junior year and then a lot of people just end up not going to school finishing those last classes because for me it's like you never know what you could end up being or what could happen tomorrow you know what i mean like tomorrow is never promised that i'll play baseball something could happen today right yep so you never knew. You always got to have a plan A, B, and C, uh, some backup plans. Because, mm-hmm. and like for the younger generation, like I said, I mean, school is the main thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to go to college, you want to give your parents uh, a little less stress of having to pay tuition. You're you're mm-hmm. good at sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a way. That's a ticket. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. you can't afford it as much. That's mm-hmm. one of your tickets. But 
if 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 you ain't a scholar in the classroom then and i don't want people to think that i was no straight a scholar <laughs> student because that's definitely not me but uh being on time being respectful mm-hmm. to everyone your teachers your classmates i mean that in general will go a long way you know what i mean just yeah. being a person because after you're an, an athlete it goes like you yeah. said it goes way beyond this yeah. the kind of person you are yeah. in the community i mean i guarantee guys back in high school they're like oh they still remember that guy who was mean to them. Mm-hmm. And then you see him at the class reunion and then you look at him differently. Yeah. <laughs> but then that guy that was always friendly to them, always this and that, mm-hmm. they remember that. And yep. so, it's the little things, yeah, I think. It, it's just being a good person in, in society. You exactly, know, that, exactly. That will take you a long way. And regardless if you're playing sports or not, I think that's a good message to send to the younger generation because yeah. it's very easy to get caught up into all of the hype, I guess, and... You know how people view you when you're playing sports and everything exactly i mean in that in that regard let's kind of talk a little bit more about your story as to how you how your baseball career evolved because being at uh playing playing there at the university of hawaii you didn't really catch until you became yeah. at the collegiate division one level right? right exactly i mean so it started off in all the way back from high school i mean come in mail a lot of kids try out for baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't believe inter- starting in seventh grade, intermediate, there's like 100 kids trying out for 20 spots. I'm like, yeah. I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, I, I don't know if I'll ever make this team. Yeah. Eventually, I made it, got an opportunity. Uh, I grew up playing shortstop and third base my whole career. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got to varsity, I caught for a short span. I made it to the varsity in ninth grade, played mm-hmm. second base. Uh, the following year, 10th grade, I got a short span of catching in. Okay. Uh, my main thing was I could hit, so they wanted to find a way to get me in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I went through three different head coaches as a varsity. Okay. Next two years, played shortstop. Mm-hmm. And then I I get a scholarship from UH. I'm playing second base. They think I'm an infielder. Mm-hmm. Or they know I'm an infielder, and then they try me out at catching again, and <laughs> things just click. Um mm-hmm. Like I said, a lot about sports is right place, right time. You know what I mean? Yep. Went into UH. Um, what are the odds that the starting catcher my freshman year breaks his finger in the first inning mm-hmm. and I come in and take over the job for the rest of my career? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just the little things that you really can't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I became a catcher. Caught ninth or not ninth. Freshman year of college. Ended up doing good. Hit 330. Uh, went to Cape Cod. Mm-hmm feeling like the man came back kind of got humbled a little bit came back wanted to work better on my hitting lacked a little on my defense mm-hmm. but it's all a learning experience caught the next two years and then got drafted to the brewers mm-hmm. um went there mm-hmm. caught dealt with some injuries you guys helped me out of it but yeah it's been a long journey and i think a lot of adversity for sure yeah uh a lot of things that people don't see i mean there's been countless phone calls with my dad i could remember my freshman year of college in fall ball i couldn't hit the ball to save my life i mean you go from hitting in high school the pitching's 85 82 miles an hour till you get to college everyone's throwing in the 90s upper 80s and i've seen the pitching before it's just it was i was having a hard time to adjust i told my dad (laughs) countless times crying mm-hmm. i wanted to go to junior college mm-hmm. i was like, i'm never gonna play here i can't hit the ball mm-hmm. i want to leave he's like mm-hmm. no you made a commitment to to this school to mm-hmm. this coach mm-hmm. you're gonna stick it out and 
that's my main thing i think i kind of learned is just to never give up keep mm -hmm. pushing through adversity and yep. just like this past year i get drafted to the milwaukee brewers in 2018 and then go through a whole year and then a lot of adversity this first year mm -hmm. uh, a lot of uncertainty um a lot of digging deep praying mm -hmm. and but that's what i think kids don't realize that everyone faces like they say everything you want is on the other side of fear yeah because if you want to be great it's hard to get there yeah and <clears throat> it's a scary road but everyone goes through it and those willing to go through it yeah a lot of good things happen so you never know what could happen and I would think for the kids out there listening, just keep grinding and never, mm. never fear competition. Competition is mm. always a good thing. Um, always try and compete at the highest level. Mm -hmm. Always try and be the best at everything you're doing. Yeah. There's, although in high school growing up, you're with a lot of your friends, but you're still trying to beat that guy out. Mm -hmm. You want to be the best. You know what I mean? And yeah. those are the little things that separate you to get you to the next level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, competition will always make you better. Right. You know, unless you you shy away from competition then really you have no no reason to get better you exactly. know so i think for everyone that's listening that's a really good message because there's so many ups and downs with anything that you do there's never going to be an easy way like if something is worth worth getting to or achieving or something that not too many people can do not too many people can say they play professional baseball you know if it's that hard it's not going to be easy right like, you got to know that from the beginning it's not going to be easy. yeah exactly yeah. but like just like anyone in life like we're all similar you know what i mean like yep. if you want to be rich it's not going to be easy to be rich you know what i mean you got to yep. work you got to grind and then maybe when you get there it's easy but mm -hmm. exactly it's the, the whole process i'll say you got to trust the process and yep. not fear not fear to be great <laughs> yeah and you i definitely see you always pushing always trying to improve yourself get better and i think that's really i mean you're in the beginning of your your journey right now in your career hopefully right. a really long career um but just for you to kind of see and view things from that perspective right now i mean i if you take that mentality and that work ethic with you it's gonna it's gonna pay dividends down the road for sure right. um on that note i kind of just saw I think this is on Instagram or something that really relates to this. It was an image of like two people digging like, I guess, into a mine where there's diamonds. It was a like drawing, right? Oh, okay, okay. But there's two guys digging next to each other. And one guy is literally like right up against the diamonds. Oh. And like all he has is like a couple more hits and he'll reach there, right? He stops digging. And then he just stops and he's pouting and he turns around, you know, because he thinks yep. that it's not worth it. And you have this other guy that's behind him, but his mentality is to just keep pushing forward. You exactly. know, and that's exactly what it is with professional sports or any activity in life. It's like, you just got to keep pushing forward because you never know. You just got to be ready. You never know when your big break is. You never know when that situation, when you're a freshman year, that you're going to take over the starting catching job and that could lead you to the next level. You right. know, you never know when these kind of things will will play out, I guess. But you just got to be ready. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. And I, I think that's what, um, I think f for me, what I notice, that's what a lot of people shy away from. The, the I wouldn't say the competition, but it makes them lose interest. Mm -hmm. when you got to work harder for something mm -hmm. i mean i know one of my cousins trying out for high school baseball right now he's oh i'm in 10th grade the coach told me i'm not gonna play that much i'm mm -hmm. like trout hasn't even started yet <laughs> yeah yeah he hasn't even seen he hasn't seen you play yet mm -hmm. so you're going into this whole thing with that mindset already you already you lost half the battle you mm -hmm. know what i mean mm -hmm. 
yeah. going there. I'm about to prove him wrong. He doesn't yeah. think I'm going to play. I can play. I'm going to prove him wrong. Yeah. And that's what a lot of growing is through, through yeah. high school, through college. Mm. A lot of adversity. Anything in life, you face adversity. Yeah. Life always knocks you down, but yeah. it's the ones willing to get back up and keep going that's going to be successful, yeah. right? Definitely. And that's, that's huge, your mindset, like how you said. And, you know, I think that's something when you do help, you know, your cousin or the younger players, that's something that you can kind of impart some of that wisdom on them. Because, no, exactly. Yeah, a lot, a lot of it, like, we don't know what we don't know, you know? Even when I look back at previous athletes or when I was in high school, you know, if someone told me some of these things, it might have changed the way that you viewed and worked at certain things. Yeah, exactly. And that, that makes all the difference. Like I said, I think for me, it was just more this year was the biggest, like, humbling experience and kind mm. of changed my mindset because... It's like I sat on the bench for a lot of the games. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't like the bench, don't leave it in their hands <laughs> to make the decision if you're going to be in the lineup or not. Yeah. Yeah. You leave it in your own hands. You're going to mm-hmm. work so hard that you're going to know you're better than everyone. You're going to mm-hmm. throw better than everyone. Mm-hmm. You're going to run better than everyone. You're going to hit better than mm-hmm. And maybe you're not going to do all those things better, mm-hmm. but you want to know you, you gave it everything you got, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's, what I, that's one thing I told my dad when I got back is like, this off season, I'm going to try to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything to the best of my ability. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to leave it in their hands again. Yep. I want to leave it in my hands where I know there's n- not a question I'm better than the guy that mm-hmm. I'm battling with. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. So yep. I think that's where a big humbling experience came in. And it was good for growth. <laughs> I, I love it. Yeah. This, this is really exciting because... I would say, yeah, you're really ready. And, you know, it's just the final tune-ups in these next few weeks. Um, but, yeah, we're really excited to see what else you, you're going to put forth in the next season. And yeah. this is going to kind of be your shot, you know. So it's going to be, like you said, you're out there to prove something that you can play with the best of the best. Right. Yeah. yeah. On, on that note, is there anything else you want to share about kind of the minor league experience? Or what are some of the things that have helped you to be the best player that you could be? Uh, I think so f- first of all is for me I'm kind of more of a shyer person at first I mean taking advantage of all the things that the organization has to offer you mm-hmm. uh, not being scared to speak up not being scared to ask questions because mm-hmm. a lot of times if we don't know something and we're in an uncomfortable environment we, we tend to be timid mm-hmm. and that later down the road could maybe hurt us you know what I mean mm-hmm. we never know We have these blast sensors that we use to hit with our bat. Mm -hmm. But if I never go and look at the data, I'm using it for nothing. Right? And that's kind of, in the beginning, that's what I was doing. I was like, oh, I don't need this data. Like, I know how to hit. I know how to do this. I know how to do do that. But then I start doing different swings. And it's like, oh, it's coming off the bat at 95. Oh, this swing, it comes off at 100. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get it to the peakest power. So now I'm paying attention at the little things. Oh, yeah. This puts me at 100. I'm going to try and keep repeating this swing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's the little things. And just like for the kids out there, the minor leagues, man, it's a grind. You really got to love baseball. <laughs> yeah. But you think you love playing baseball every day until you do it every day. <laughs> yeah. And But for me right now, I mean, I, like you said, I'm, it's not a 9 to 5 office job, but I wouldn't trade it for the world, man. No. I love doing this stuff, and I'm going to do it till the wheels fall off. Yeah. And... <laughs> The bus rides, the long bus rides, it's a grind, but yeah. hopefully one day it all pay off. So. <laughs> hopefully one day, yes. Yeah, so. yeah and I, I think that's, that's good 
to hear from you is that you need to have a passion for whatever you're doing or exactly. that you're gonna do. Otherwise, it's gonna it's gonna turn into this most stressful, like grinding every day when it makes it way more difficult than what it would be if you actually enjoyed what you're doing. Exactly. So even for kids growing up and you know playing baseball or playing whatever sport. It's good to have these dreams. I, I don't say not to have these dreams. Like you always want to dream that you can play at the next level and you'll put in the work. But you got to understand that deep down inside, like what you said, you have to have a passion for this. Right. You have to understand that there's, it's going to be a lot of hard work. It's going to be a lot of sacrifice at time. It's going to be a lot of adversity that you have to overcome. You know, you can't go into this with kind of a fake perception that it's going to be super easy and just talent alone we're right. just going to get to the next level yeah, yeah. And that's like the same with any job really you know yeah. what i mean like if you ain't doing your job to your full maximum potential mm-hmm. then you're going to get exposed right yeah just like you guys if one of the trainers are just standing around you're going to yeah. notice right yeah. your boss you're going to notice that they ain't doing their yeah. job yeah. so i don't want that person working with me <laughs> so it's the same i think relation to everything you do mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. mainly just work hard uh, be humble keep your head <laughs> down and respect everyone yeah and and yeah that's that's exactly what it's about and i'm glad that you're you're pushing forward and doing all of these little things even like how you said how you're using the data a little bit more that's good for people to hear i guess because i think that's just in general people from hawaii you know we tend to be a little bit more not assertive not too much in your face you know we don't want to cause confrontation and even i was like that when i was on the mainland you know but at the same time you can do it in a way where you speak up you make the most or take the most advantage out of every situation or whatever it is that the organization has to offer and i think those kind of things we have to know that you know what we got to do it the right way but it is going to help us it is going to benefit you know progressing you as a baseball player yeah so with whatever that is i mean even high school athletes like yeah you know work hard and everything be respectful but at the same time make the most out of every situation and ask those questions to make you a better player exactly yeah and i can't stress that enough is that you know as long as it's coming from the right place a lot of people are going to want to help you exactly that's what it is yeah. exactly and most people aren't going to tell you no you know what i mean a lot of yeah. a lot of mentors a lot of coaches they like that you're asking that stuff mm-hmm. they like mm-hmm. the outgoing people yeah but I, exactly like from me being from hawaii a, a little more timid i don't want to step on anyone to, anyone's toes yes. say the wrong thing no. and but what i would come to realize is they like when you talk to them they like uh-huh. when you ask about the little things yeah. and that's everything in life really (laughs) everything yeah but overall i mean it's very exciting to see you go into this season i think you've had a very very productive off season and tackled a lot of things um body's moving very good you know you got a lot stronger i think you're a lot more skilled behind the plate and also also you're training to maybe double up as an infielder too so you put in a lot of work to not only catching but also possibly playing third just to get on the field more often right. get your chance um but overall i mean it's exciting to see all the local boys do all the great things on the mainland and this is just part of your road it's part of your road to climb that ladder right. and one day hopefully you'll get called up and we'll see you in the big leagues hopefully and yeah. like i said credit goes to you guys i mean so many people out here at home help all us athletes get so much better like this would be all impossible without all the stuff you guys provide for us um Mm -hmm. all the equipment all the different knowledge Mm -hmm. that you guys provide it's it's such a big thing for us for us to come back feel comfortable Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and 
train with some of the best trainers that we got on the island so mm-hmm. it's always a pleasure and just thank you guys again for everything you guys do for me i really of appreciate course, it yeah and we appreciate all the hard work that you put in it's been a pleasure to work with you as well and yeah we wish you the best of luck moving forward and we're ready to see you tear it up on the field 2020 <laughs> yeah. let's go thank you so much for joining us thank you